Welcome to the Mystic's Path podcast. Learn about living a mystical life, shamanic practices for healing and earth healing, crystals, tarot, and other mystical practices. I am your host, Katie McBrien. Welcome to episode four of the Mystics Path podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about Andean mysticism, what exactly that means and how it differs from actual shamanism, a little bit about the cosmology of the Andean people. We're going to touch briefly on energy dynamics and then some of the sacred animals that are found in the Andean path. So before we begin, I really just want to take a moment and explain how the Andean belief system is, in my personal opinion, different than shamanism. So a shaman is someone who goes and they change their consciousness at will, usually through um, drumming or chanting, dancing, rattling. Now, the Andeans definitely do dancing and singing and rattling, but they don't go about their work by changing their consciousness first because everything in their system is sacred. Every moment, every breath is provided by Pachimama, and everything is sacred. So an Andean priest or priestess is called a Paco, and that comes from the Quechua language, which is the language of the Caro tribe in the Andes in Peru. So the Caro believe that they are the last of the Inca. Their history says that when the Spanish conquistadors came, they went way up into the mountains to preserve their spiritual heritage. And they stayed up there until they felt that it was safe to come down. And I believe they came down in the late 1900s. So they are the last of the Inca. And they believe that everything is provided by Pachimama. They have a belief called Aini. Aini means sacred reciprocity. They don't ask for anything or expect anything without giving something back. They are the most generous people. And they have something called a despacho, which is a sacred ceremony. And the Aini Despacho really means I'm giving thanks for all the blessings that are yet to come and all the blessings that have been given to me. And if you're interested in learning more about this, you can always go to my website as I have a course called Introduction to Andean Mysticism Workshop or Seminar. So let's talk a little bit about the cosmology. Absolutely everything is animated by energy. And that energy is guided by Pachimama. Pachimama is like the hierarchy. She provides everything. And she's a little different than Mother Earth. She's the entire living cosmos. So she's the stars, the universe, and everything in between. 
And Pachimama is often petitioned and asked to help in all matters of life. The next would be the Apus. The Apus are the sacred mountain spirits that are all around in Peru. Obviously, Peru has a lot of mountains and the Apus are petitioned to ask for certain things. They provide guidance, support, and all sorts of things. If you're interested in that, there is a course and the name is evading me. Um, when I think of it, I will mention it. But there is a, um, an energetic uh, transfer when it comes to this course. And this course teaches you all about how to be connected to these sacred apus. It is called the Nusta Karpais. So there's also another force. It's called Mama Alpa. Mama Alpa actually means Mother Earth. It's the Earth that we live on. And then there's Inti Taita. Inti Taita is Father Son. Mama Kila, which is the Moon. And then the Nustas are the feminine nature spirits. And then we also have Taita Waira, which is fire, Father Wind. And we have the different worlds. And the thing I find to be so interesting about Andean mysticism is that these worlds exist not only outside of us, but also within us. And so the upper world is called Hanakpacha. The middle world is called Kepacha. And the lower world is called Ukupacha. And each one of these are guarded by animal guardians. So the upper world, Hanakpacha, is guarded by the condor because the condor flies way above everything else and can get a really high viewpoint of situations. And then Kepacha is guarded by Mother Sister Jaguar. And Mother Sister Jaguar is very sensitive. She's able to discern what is going on in her realm. She's very intuitive, very psychic. And then the Ukupacha is guarded by the snake because the snake is always belly to belly with uh, Mama Alpa or Mother Earth. So let's talk briefly about the energy dynamics of Andean mysticism. Now, like I said, the Caro tribe went way up into the mountains at the start of the Spanish um, conquistadors. So when everything was starting to change from the religion that they practiced, the spiritual practices that they had, and then the Catholic Church came and decided that they wanted to take over and make everybody a Catholic. So I think it's really interesting because they have a term for an aura. They call it a Pokpo. Again, that is the Quechua term for uh, the energy bubble that surrounds your body. Now, we all know um, or have heard of aura. Oh, that has a bad aura. Um, I feel like my aura was compromised, that kind of thing. We've all heard or had some sort of um, thing that we heard that word from. So 
our pokpo is our energy bubble that goes around our body and our pokpo can accumulate negative energy and that and it's not necessarily negative because there is no negative or positive in uh, this belief system in Andean mysticism it's only heavy or refined and heavy energy is called hucha and that hucha can cause us to feel disease it can cause us to become sick to feel depressed that would be uh, stressed out you know anxious that would be an accumulation of hucha that needs to be shifted and when we're happy or in love and you know when we feel great we have an abundance of positive or refined energy which is called sami now in our world we use negative and positive but in their world it's not nothing is negative nothing is bad just like if an animal dies out in the forest sure that death might be sad but that energy will be re recomposted and it will be able to be used again by mama alpa pachimama to produce something good it produced nutrients for the plants for the ground for the water and that is why it is considered no negative and no positive so in the course that i taught the energy andean mysticism seminar we talked about ways to transform hucha into sami and we did that through the exercise called saman shakwi and if you're interested in learning this really powerful exercise that i believe that every human being should have access to i highly recommend that you go to my website katiemcbryan.com and click on shop and scroll down to online learning and then click shamanism and you will find the Andean mysticism seminar where I teach you how to do Saman Shakwi. So there are other things within uh, Andean mysticism that I think are really wonderful. The first being always being in right action. Yankai. We are in Yankai when we are guided to do things in service of other people. And then Munai, which is right loving or right love. And then Yachai, which is right thought or right wisdom. And these are principles that the Karo uh, Pacos live by. And I believe, and it's my thought, that that is just so beautiful that people, you know, really want to be in right action, right love, and right thought. We are so focused on, you know, doing what's right for us and not necessarily doing what's right for the greater collective. And sometimes our thoughts become clouded, definitely by negative thoughts and that's an accumulation of hucha and we can definitely transform that through the energy exercises that the Andean mystics have taught us like Saman Shakwi, Sawa Shakwi, and Hucha Mikwi. Those are just a few of the exercises 
the main exercises that are taught by the Andean Pacos. So we did talk about the um, animals that were associated with the worlds, uh, the Hanapacha, the Kepacha, and the Ukupacha. Let's talk about the animals and how they're associated um, and the sacred directions. So condor eagle is from the east, and then we have serpent in the south and jaguar in the west, and then we have hummingbird in the north. Condor and eagle, which are found in the east, they allow us to get a larger picture, to see things from a higher perspective. They are coming in from the rising sun, new beginnings. And the interesting thing I think about Andean mysticism is that it includes the eagle to incorporate the northern hemisphere as we do not have condors where I live. And the Andean mysticism tradition is inclusive. It wants to spread its message of taking care of the earth and taking care of Pachimama around the entire world to all people, not just people who are born in the Cairo nation. So serpent, which resides in the south, is belly to belly with the earth always. It has a deep connection to Mama Alpa, to Pachamama, but it also is about shedding things which no longer serve us, releasing and letting go. And Jaguar in the West talks about how to be fearless, how to be a fearless warrior because Jaguar has no, no predators. It is at the top of the food chain. Obviously the only predator it has is man. So Jaguar can help us become fearless warriors and fight for the good things in life. And Hummingbird, which resides in the North, focuses on how to extract the sweetness of life, how to get connected to the Creator. And there's something I find really interesting in the sacred teachings is that there's a story about Condor and Hummingbird. And the story goes that there was once a, um, a competition to see who could fly up into the upper world. And Condor said, I can fly up to the upper world. I've done it before. And Hummingbird says, no, I can fly up to the upper world. And everyone was like, well, we have to see this. So they sent the competition for a couple days away. And on the day of the competition, Hummingbird was nowhere to be found. But because he was nowhere to be found, they still said that he had to do the flight anyway and prove that he could get up to the upper world. So Condor took off and as he was just about to get up to the upper world and he was beginning to tire, Hummingbird flew out from his feathers. He was hidden in his feathers and darted way past him into the upper world to meet Weracocha. Weracocha is like God. And when they came back down, um, another thing I find to be really interesting about the Andean tradition is, is that there is no... I know how to do something and I'm not going to teach you because I would be 
you know, this is my skill and I'm not going to teach my skill. If you know how to do something, you are obligated, although I say obligated is a wrong way of saying it, uh, in Munai, you have to share how you are able to do something. So if you can plant the best potatoes, you know, you have to teach others how they can plant the best potatoes. Or if you can win at a race, you have to teach how you won at the race. Therefore, everybody in the entire unit benefits. It's not just a few that benefits from it. So this is just a little bit about the Andean tradition, and it is so near and dear to my heart. I am constantly learning and expanding my knowledge, and I would like to welcome you, if it interests you, to uh, enroll in the Andean Mysticism Seminar which is available on demand on my website. You would get access to this information that we've gone over in a little more depth. And I would teach you the skill of Sanan Shakwi, which would allow you to remove that hucha that builds up in your pokpo or your aura and transform it into Sami. Uh, and get rid of all the hucha and bring in Sami into your aura. Uh, and it goes over a little bit about how some of the blocks that we might have when it comes to this practice. I know that I had blocks when I first began, and I go over how those blocks uh, really aren't necessary um, in the Andean worldview. So I welcome you to check it out, www.katymcbryan.com. You can navigate to my homepage where I have a button where you can go check out the course or you can go to my shop, Online Learning, Shamanism, and then the Andean Mysticism Seminar. I want to offer you many, many blessings on your path and I look forward to talking to you in Episode 5. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Mystics Path podcast. For more information about this podcast and your host, Katie McBrien, please visit me on the web at www.katiemcbrien.com.